Hi everyone, welcome back to another Lead Pod episode. Today, in honor of the Culture Festival starting on Friday, September 17th to Saturday, September 18th, we're going to be talking about culture and the various aspects of it. So today we have me, Shanti, my pronouns are she, her. Hi, I'm Ayat, I'm a junior, and my pronouns are also she, her. Hi, I'm Mariam. I'm a junior and my pronouns are she, her. Perfect. So today we're going to just start, I guess, by talking about cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation. So does anyone want to start with defining, I guess, cultural appropriation? Um, Okay, so I don't have like an exact definition, but like from what i understand and like what from like i've seen like in other like podcast episodes is just cultural appropriation is taking an aspect of a culture that is either um usually like um degraded i guess or like seen less than and kind of like making it so that it's acceptable um or sometimes it'll be like taking an aspect of a culture and like mocking it um or claiming it as your own when it's not so those are just like what i think of um when i think of like cultural appropriation yeah and i think the difference between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation i feel like it can sometimes be a thin line because some people or celebrities especially might think oh yeah i know the meaning behind this like i can wear it which i think is good to a certain extent but i also think that cultural appreci- uh, cultural appreciation can depend on what culture it is like i know some cultures are more sensitive with their sacred things like they might have something that they've had established for centuries and they'd rather not someone wear it at all or they'd rather someone knows blank in order to wear it or someone like appreciates it in a certain way to wear it So I think that cultural appreciation can differ from culture to culture, but that's just my opinion. What about you guys? I think that cultural appropriation is more, like Ayad said, like you're just kind of taking something from someone's culture. You might not know the background of it. You might not know like really anything about it other than that it like fits your aesthetic or whatever. Um, And appreciation is more so like trying to understand like other cultures and to like i don't know broaden your worldview like um i don't know to connect with others like from other cultures whereas like appropriation you don't really get any of that it's just like oh this thing from this culture is kind of cool i'm gonna steal it and like you don't really know anything about it or like any of its significance or anything yeah, kind of like what Medium said, like with culture appreciation, I feel like, um, and also like what Shanti said, like it's to a certain extent and it depends on the culture. <clears throat> so like certain things just in general sh- should be established. Like you should not be stealing that from, or stealing that from another culture, using it, etc. And some things I feel like it's hard to tell whether people are actually genuine about appreciating that culture or they just want to like say that um just to like not get quote unquote canceled um so 
and also sometimes this like again from what i've heard from other podcast episodes of people talking about this sometimes it even depends on the person from the culture because there will be some people um who will say like oh like this doesn't offend me and i'm xyz or and then people from that same group might also might be like no like it does offend me so i don't know sometimes it, it just depends also on the person but again that varies on what you're um discussing yeah, and with the Met Gala recently, I mean, personally, I don't think I've seen any appropriation on the Met Gala this year, but I haven't really been keeping up. But I think that you can see cultural appropriation in so many different forms. Like, I know the Evil Eye is traveling around TikTok, and then there's also random moments where you'll see that the Hindu culture is just appropriated. Like, I remember when I got my nose piercing earlier in August, we went to some random place in Seattle and it was run by white people, but I saw like a Ganesha head just sitting there and it was very odd in the waiting room, just staring at it while I was waiting to get my nose pierced, which was just a weird picture. Like considering that I know some people might convert to different religions, but it's just awkward for people. And I think that some people take it the wrong way. They'll be like, oh, this person hasn't spoke up about cultural appropriation for their culture. Like, obviously, then it doesn't matter. Or like blank group hasn't spoken up about this. So it doesn't matter to them. Like, I can appropriate it, which I think just depends. Like, I think there could be there. I don't think there's very much 100% situations like that. But I also think that maybe there's also situations where the voices of the people who actually are a part of that culture aren't being heard or aren't being the people aren't taking enough effort to actually hear them to actually know yeah i've seen that a lot too recently like the evil eye like on tiktok like from what i know like the evil eye it is like a a spiritual thing so most people are into like spirituality um spirit what was it oh my god yeah, spirituality are like in, like believe in the evil eye, but I know um, that it's a it's a very cultural thing. What I'm trying to say basically is like yeah, some things are just people just use them and are just like oh like this is trendy on TikTok. I'm gonna use it, and then some people are like oh well I actually believe in it, etc. And then some people are like no, that's part of my culture. So it gets very confusing, and yeah, like sometimes the voices of people trying to actually talk about what is appropriation what is appreciation gets like kind of um toned down because they're like oh like no, no no you're not part of this conversation like we're talking about your culture but you're not part of it i think it gets especially weird when they're saying oh i'm appreciating the culture but like they're not even doing it right like with the evil eye you like on tiktok you see all these white girls like buying like an evil eye charm for themselves which is like, that's not what you're supposed to do. Someone's supposed to give it to you to like give you protection or whatever, like the people that believe in it. So like going out and like buying one for yourself and you're like protection from the evil eye, like, no, that's it doesn't work that way. And I see that with like just so many other things too. Like I remember um, there was a thing on TikTok where everyone was like really into like jade jewelry because it was matched their like sage green aesthetic or whatever. And there are a bunch of like Chinese creators getting on the app and they're like, wear uh, jade jewelry if you want, but don't wear the bangles because like, those are like very sacred in Chinese culture. 
and like blah 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 and all these like it's all white people that are like no but like i just wear it because it's pretty i'm like do you not see the problem with that it's just i don't know white people annoy me yeah like i don't know if i i don't want to like say that there's like a certain group that does it more than others but i you know like i think that there is sometimes because i feel like certain groups think that they have jurisdiction over others when it comes to cultural appropriation in some ways like i don't know why they'll be like oh i'm like i'm from blank and that's really close to india and like or like i don't know i know people who are hindu and they just say oh i don't care it's like it's different for each person like i feel like it can be in a place where someone says, yeah, I don't care if you do that. But there's other people who do care. So it's a very thin line with cultural appropriation. Because one person doesn't represent the entire culture. But at the same time, their opinion should be heard if they are part of that culture. It just depends on how you're doing it. If you're doing it just for like some aesthetic or some trend or just something in general to make other people like you then I don't think it's okay, depending on the situation. But also, as long as you know the meaning behind it and you appreciate what's actually a part of the culture and you understand, okay, this is for this, this is what it means, I'm appreciating it in this way, this is where it comes from, something like that could actually show that you actually care about why you're doing it or you actually care about why it's there in the first place or the symbolism behind the actual meaning of it. Yeah, just to go off of that, like, yeah, like one person doesn't represent an entire culture's like opinion. Because I remember with the evil eye like trend on TikTok, when people would call out the like the people that Maddie was mentioning, when people would call them out and be like, like you can't be wearing that and not know like what it means and you're not doing it right, blah blah blah. I I remember seeing this one video where this girl was like, but I have an Arab friend and she said it's okay, and everybody in the comments was like what is that supposed to mean like that is one person like like i don't know that person's opinion still matters but i just feel like you can't just take that opinion and be like oh that's it nobody else can speak that my, my friend was right you know and i feel like we mentioned the Met gala like briefly but this year i didn't see anything because either they were dressed in flowers a horse or wearing all black but I remember in the previous years, like there were some people being like, this is too close to like um, Chinese culture or Hinduism or things like that. Um, so cultural fetishization is kind of something that like as an Egyptian person, I have to kind of deal with seeing a lot because like, I don't know, it's it's like this really weird thing where like people have this like really huge misunderstanding of Egyptian culture and they're like haha pyramids hieroglyphics that's Egyptian culture and it's like no not really and then like they and like the cultural aspects like that they do understand like I don't I don't know like like Egyptian cultural dance they'll like they'll like fetishize it and be like it's like inherently sexual or something which like it's not it's just like an expression of like 
I don't know. It's just, a, it put, it's a really weird position that I feel like a lot of Egyptians are put in because like, it's either people like wildly misunderstand what Egyptian culture e- even is, or like people that do have like a vague understanding of it, like just come like completely sexualize it. And it's like, I don't know. It's very annoying. I think another thing is that like, so I know, so being Muslim obviously isn't like a whole culture, like it's not Islamic culture, but it's definitely intertwined um, if you're Arab and Muslim. So like, I know in my culture, um, modesty is like a big thing, whether or not you're Muslim, like just, if you go to like Adolf, like the woman just like dress modestly. And I don't know, sometimes I'll see TikToks or like even tweets sometimes that are like, oh my God, if she dresses modest, then like she's innocent or she's like something sexual. And it like makes me really uncomfortable because sometimes they'll even like attribute it to children and be like, like, you know how like, like I saw this tweet one time. I was like, when she's uh, like a child, Arab and innocent. And I was like, ah, <laughs> it was very gross. And it was just like, I don't know, like the modesty thing for me is both a religious and cultural thing. And so when people take that and like make it very like, oh, like she's so blah, 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 because she's modest and innocent, like a child, it just makes me very uncomfortable. And I don't know, I feel like like some parts of Arab culture are either like you're a terrorist or you're sexual, like you don't get an in-between, like if you're, if you're, I cut out, but that that's just another thing that's like really annoying. Personally, I don't think I can think of any fetishization of Indian culture right off the top of my head, but I definitely think that's like a problem, like especially with TikTok and then all of this cultural appropriation running around. There's so much stuff that happens that it's just so weird that when people when you tell try and tell people that it's wrong, you either get drowned in the comment section or, or you're like, oh, like, my blank said this, or my friend said this, and stuff like that. It's just so weird. I feel like it helps in some way with cultural appreciation, but then in other ways, it's like, we're going backwards. It's like canceling out the benefit at this point. I think, uh, I know we wanted to go to the next topic, but something I just forgot about for cultural appropriation is sometimes people will use cultures as costumes like I remember when I used to go to Party City for costumes, I would always see Native American, Egyptian. Oh my God, I saw that a lot. I would see like, it was advertised as belly dancer, but like just the way that the, the costume looks, looks very like daisy or like even some of them, like not in Party City, but that other costume store, like Halloween something looked like kind of Arab. And I was like, this doesn't look right. And like, I've even, okay, not in Virginia, but I have a cousin who lives in St. Louis. And literally she told me that one time when she was like 13 or 14, she saw someone walking down the street on Halloween wearing like the, it's like the, I don't know what it's, I forgot the name in Arabic, but it's like what Arab men wear just on a regular day. It's just like a, an abaya. And then it's like a white thing around their head. And it was like the kid's Halloween costume because he was dressing as a terrorist. And my cousin was just like, So, Yasmin, if you're watching this, sorry. (laughs) 
I'm actually speechless. What the, what on earth? Oh my God. Um, St. Louis baby. <laughs> that's actually insane. I wanted to go back to like the, the indigenous thing because like, it'll be like, I don't want to say it, but like, it'll be a certain group of people and they're like, Native American, American Indian aesthetic. And they're like, they have like a dream catcher that they bought at like five below. And they're wearing like a party city, like really badly misrepresented, like Native American dress. And they're like wearing like, like the indigenous like headdress. I I think it's specific to like um, a certain indigenous tribe, but I'm not sure which one. So I apologize for that, but like, and it's like, what, what are you doing? Like, what made you think that this is okay? And just going back to the fetishization thing, I see it a lot with like Asian cultures and fast fashion because like, they'll take like, I don't remember what the traditional um, Chinese like dress is called, but they'll take those and like make them super short or like cut super high, like thigh slits in them and they'll be like Chinese aesthetic dress with oriental pattern or something like that they'll use like those really like questionable words and like like really m- like make a spectacle almost out of the culture and like m- make it almost seem okay for like anyone to be wearing like Chinese like Chinese cultural clothes with like without like being Chinese or like knowing anything about the culture, which was just like so messed up to me, which is like going back to our last episode, another problem with the fast fashion industry, they literally do not care about being culturally sensitive to anyone. And then this isn't like totally related to cultural appropriation, but this is like this the whole mention of like chinese people and how their culture is being appropriated recently is just making me think of the new movie shang chi that came out the new marvel movie and then how people are comparing it to black panther and they're like oh my god like you guys better show up the way you for chang chi like you did with black panther like you shouldn't just compare the two different movies like it doesn't make sense because they're both different cultures and then I know some people who are like, if this movie fails, like Shang-Chi, if this movie fails, then it's the East Asian people's fault. Like, y'all didn't hype this up enough. I'm like, no, it's really not. Like, with they don't realize with Black Panther that there was a lot of diversity in who was viewing those movies. And it's not going to be any different with Shang-Chi. Like, it's going to be the same diversity in the viewing. It's just going to be overall either Disney didn't do something or there was just marketing failures. Like it's not a whole group's fault that the movie fails. And it didn't fail actually, but if it fails, like it's not a whole group's fault just because they're like the main focus of the movie, which is so weird. Yeah, I saw that type of stuff on Twitter too. And it's like, how do you manage to insult both East Asian people and black people in the same breath? They're like, like say something that's extremely anti-black and then back it up by something that's extremely like xenophobic. And it's like, 
it's it, this doesn't entirely relate to what we're talking about right now, but like, oh, oh my god. I mean, I have nothing much to add because both of what you said is like completely true. Like, just because a certain group didn't, if anything, why didn't that movie get more like advertisement? Because I, I literally did not see anything about it. I think until like two weeks before it came out. So I don't know why like they're putting the blame on an entire group instead of like the production slash like advertisement industry. Like, why didn't they just? make more ads as they did for like i don't know spider-man or, i don't know what was the last marvel movie but like you know yeah it's so weird like mm, my friend was trying to explain her point of view from this and i i hopefully she's not listening but like she was trying to explain how it is the east asian people's fault and i was just sitting there like girl no no and i was trying to convince her and she's like not budging and i'm just like okay think whatever you want to think i'm just like i can't handle this anymore if you think it's a whole group's fault why an entire movie fails when it's from like a multi-billion dollar industry it's definitely that the logic doesn't check out but i don't know i feel like it's a good thing that these cultures are being appreciated in such good ways I don't know about Shang-Chi, like, I don't know if it was a, the right appropriate, or not appropriation, right, like, cultural appropriate appreciation of Chinese culture. I don't know anything about that, but I do know it was a really cool movie, and I, same with Black Panther. Like, there's no point in comparing them at all, because, yeah, they're two Marvel movies, but they have two very different plots, two very different actors, two very different everything. So it doesn't make sense. There's like no measurement that can actually accurately compare them. That reminds me actually of when Aladdin came out. Okay, I don't know why, but I remember when it came out, I saw like, I can't remember if it was a TikTok or like a thread on Twitter, but it was basically saying like, if Aladdin fails, it's because of the Arabs. And I was like, first of all, Aladdin is like a classic, like, it's it's already like a very very well known movie. Like this is just a retail. This is just like basically done live action, so it's not gonna quote unquote fail. But also again, like, how are you gonna place the blame on like an entire group instead of like the company like Disney? You know. But that didn't even make. I don't know. That just reminded me because I was like Aladdin is already like a <laughs> like a very well known and watched movie, so that doesn't even make sense. But I don't know. I just think it's weird to be like. This movie failed because X group did not advertise it, so. Dude, exactly. And the whole Aladdin thing, sorry, Maria, if I cut you off, but like the whole Aladdin thing, bro, people are like, Aladdin was such bad represent, reputa- uh, representation for like any brown person from my perspective because it combined like three different cultures and then it was just so weirdly designed. It didn't even highlight any single aspect of any culture. I don't know about the live action because I think it was the exact same in the live action, but it was just weird in general. Yeah, I remember. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing as Shanti. Like, as much as like, you can enjoy the like Aladdin as a movie. Like, I enjoy the animated Aladdin. I was wasn't really a big fan of the live action, but like, it's just so, it's so bad. It's like the representation is so bad. It's like. They tried to be like Arab, but also they were like trying to be Desi, but also they were trying to be like 
like Persian. And it was like, it was like this weird mix of like, they just lumped like the whole, like that general geographical region together. And they're like, here you go. This is the representation you wanted, right guys? And then at the same time, they were also making Jasmine this like weird, like fantasy, like Arab, Arab exotic girl fantasy. It was just so weird. Dude, I remember watching Aladdin, like, maybe not the first time, but I remember, like, watching it, and I was like, why is Jasmine so, you know, like, anyways, but also, speaking of Jasmine, this was literally a week ago, I saw this TikTok where this girl, she literally just put on, like, the animated filter and was like, oh, like, can't wait for a hijabi Disney princess, and half the comments were literally, Jasmine is the Muslim princess, and I was like, like, I was just like, first of all, no, she has, like, again, three different cultures. Second of all, where did the Islam come through? Like, I am very confused. Like, she is a great princess, you know, but I'm just a bit confused. And, like, that's another thing with, like, misrepresentation is you get people to think, like, that if you're Arab, you are Muslim. If you are, like, basically, if you're from that region that Megan was talking about, you are automatically Muslim. Like, you were just born that way. Like, it. But also, yeah, with, with Aladdin, I enjoyed it, but it was just, even the live action, like they, they I, I enjoyed the live action to be honest, but it was still like so many different cultures at once. And I was like, this is great, but like, can we focus on one or the other? Like, I don't even care which it is, but just try and just do one. Cause you're doing like three, almost four at once. Dude, exactly. And like they cited as like, oh, you guys don't need any more representation. like. No, it was one freaking movie in Disney. Like, Disney is huge. Like, we could get more if we wanted. But I hate the whole idea of, like, there's so little representation that as soon as one group, like, at least for Indians, as soon as we get a single representation, like, Baljeet, I mentioned this in other episodes, but Baljeet, uh, Devi from Never Have I Ever, so many different things, they'll be like, oh, this Indian girl looks like Davy from Never Have I Ever. Like, I was so tired of seeing it on my page. I just commented on one random girl's TikTok, like, not all Indian girls look like Davy from Never Have I Ever. Bro, the comments went off on me. Like, I don't understand why, because it was not Indian people who were talking. They were like, no, she does. Like, I can see it. Like, no, you can't see it. Like, nothing looks alike, like nothing at all. Like, as soon as you see one Indian girl with long hair and a nose ring, they're like, oh my god, like, it's Davy reincarnated. It's so weird. Dude, I also remember after the second season came out, like, I would see TikToks and it would just be a very beautiful, like, Daisy girl, but then it would be like, she is Davy. And I'm like, both are very beautiful, but I am confused. It would, it would literally just because they both had a nose ring. And I was like, Again, both beautiful, but I'm a little bit confused. Like, where is the resemblance? I feel like people do that with like ethnic people in general, like a lot. It's, they'll like, what is the one, I can't remember who it was, but like this one person like brought up on the screen, like two black, like artists, like in the music industry. And they're like, don't they look so alike? I'm like, no, they're just, they're just the same race like I, I and like people do that all the time like they'll they'll like bring like two random people from like the same race not even the same ethnicity and they'll be like these people look related and they're like no it's like no they do not they do not look related they're just like the same race 
Dude, it's such a problem at my school because there's this other girl, she doesn't look like me at all, but she has like the same skin tone as me. That's it. That's the only resemblance, just skin tone. Dude, teachers, students, friends, everybody tries to mix us up. Like I remember walking in the first day of school and I did orientation the week before and so did that other girl on the same day as me and the girl was and the teacher was like oh you visited me on friday right twice i'm like no no i didn't i did not do that why would i do that it's it was so bad like we were on the same volleyball team not to mention we play the same sport and we were on the same team freshman year dude we got mixed up so many times by the coach it was it was like to a point i wanted to say something but then I didn't want to say something because the coach was white. And I was like, mm, do I really want to do that and risk like any spots on the team right now? I, anyways, I didn't end up playing for the rest of my high school experience. But that, that was definitely forming perspectives back then. Bro, the amount of times I've seen someone, this is like a specific example, that I've seen just like, a mixed person get compared to Zendaya. They're like, oh my god, you look exactly like Zendaya. And it's like, no, they don't. They're very pretty. Zendaya is also very pretty, but what are you what resemblance are you seeing? Like they are just mixed. <laughs> Sorry, that was my sister in the background. Um but like it's just it's so weird. And I remember there was, I don't know where it was, but I got told one time that I looked like Beyonce. I was like, <laughs> I was like, we literally just have similar skin tones. What are you talking about? And the person, I think it went a bit at like a museum or something. And the person was like, no, you look like Beyonce. I'm like, okay. And I was like 12 too. Wait, what's that one vine where it's like, <laughs> no, what is it? What is it? Oh my God, I can't remember. <laughs> no, nah, they tell me I look like <laughs> What is it? No. Yeah, I forgot. Has anybody ever told you you look like Beyonce? <laughs> they, nah, they tell me I look like Shalissa. Who oh, Shalissa? Me. Oh my god. <laughs> I needed that. Yeah, um. the podcast episode is a mess. It's annoying how you sometimes have to feel like you've have to fit a certain culture. <laughs> so true. This is going to be a lot of silence for something to be cut. Okay, I guess I'll start with this statement thing. So, yeah, I feel like, especially if your parents are immigrants, sometimes you feel like so much pressure to either feel like, like for me, like, am I too, like, Americanized? Am I too, like, like, I don't feel it as much. I, I feel like because, like, in my experience, most people assume I'm I'm American anyways, or like at the most they'll be like, oh my God, you look Italian or something. 
So I don't really get it as much, but just internally, sometimes I feel like I'm too Arab for certain people, but then sometimes I'm like, I feel too American for like my family. And I've even gotten that from certain family members that are like, you're too American. And then with um, certain people I've met in lacrosse, which is the reason I don't play lacrosse anymore, who are like, you're very like kind of, you know, foreign, like very Arab. And I'll just be sitting there like, oh, okay. So it's just like, it puts you kind of in a weird place where you're like, do I kind of fit in with like, quote unquote, like American trends? Or like, do I stay true to my culture? And then there's also that, you don't want to cross, sometimes, you know, sometimes there's that line where you don't want to be pushing or like showing your culture too much because then people think that like, you hate America or that you are like overly excited. Like I've seen, I've seen like TikToks of, you know, like it, it usually it's either um, East Asian culture or Daisy culture of people just showing off like clothes, food, whatever. And sometimes the comments will be like, this is too much, like dial it down. And I'm just like, like what? <laughs> like, what does that mean dial it down? You know, like it's their culture. So I don't know, that's just like my thoughts on it. Sorry, I was just about to talk, but um, noting down where I need to cut. Okay, so I think I totally agree. Like, I think that I'm... <laughs> Thank you. Looking back at the Zoom screen, and Miriam is just like, this around Earth. Wait, I'm so sorry because I turned on my background so that you wouldn't see people like moving in the background because it's distracting. But I turned it on. It was so weird. So I started dying. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. You're good. <clears throat> sorry, I'm trying to gain composure. Okay. Okay, so jumping off of what Ayat said, I I agree. I think there's very different things with my culture. Like I'm there in India you mainly base your culture off of your language. So my dad comes from a different language than my mom and I don't know either language like fluently. So I know my mom's language semi well but I can't speak it, it's like that. And I feel like really bad about it having been, I mean, I'm second generation from her side, so it makes sense why I don't know it, but then I'm also first generation from my dad's side. So it's kind of weird that I don't know his language, which is, I don't know. I feel like it's very Americanized, but then when I go to India every so often, they're like, oh yeah, you come here like every six years, like it's not that big of a deal. Like we don't see you that much. So it's kind of like that. And I also don't have a lot of white friends, but I do have a lot of friends who are Indian and know their language. So I definitely agree how it's like the Americanized part is so prevalent, but I've just gotten so used to it that you're just like, oh, you know, this is where I fit in the like nebula of it all. Um, I can definitely relate to like your thing with like the language because I feel like my other Egyptian friends, like their parents speak a lot 
like in the Egyptian dialect with them at home. And like my parents do, like I can fully understand like Egyptian Arabic, but like I feel like my Arabic like isn't the best. And like I tend to like compare myself to my other Egyptian friends in terms of that. So like I don't know, I feel like I don't really fit in. I feel like I'm not like Egyptian enough, which is stupid. Like you don't anyway, but like yeah relatable yeah i mean for me so both my parents are first i mean both my parents i'm i'm christian but like my parents have lived in the like, english-speaking country long enough like my tier my dad lived in. so but they're arabic and like growing up like they always speak arabic and we blah blah but recently i can understand my dad like i can i like but I, I don't know, like, I feel like, oh, my internet is bad. But I also, I'm like, I can't people, even speak my specific, like, dialect, be like, like, wow, like, she speaks fluent, like, at home, like, I mix, like, my dialect with, like, English sometimes, or, like, you know, so I, I do feel like, I guess, like, Iraqi enough, but that's also because I'm, the only like Iraqi in my friend group but I don't know just sometimes I feel like I'm just not enough for either like my Arab family or like my American friends and it just like gets into this confusing place where like how much of my culture can I show without looking like weird like I have a specific example where like this this summer I did a I did like a writing camp and it was like a four oh yeah I think my internet is cutting out because I just got a thing that said my internet is unstable is it still like glitchy? Yeah, she's cutting out for me too, but I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay, so you can hear me now? Mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, like I did a, a summer camp in the summer, obviously. And um, like it was a four or five day camp about like writing or whatever. And the first two days, like they had us introduce ourselves and they were like, oh, like where are your parents from, right? So. A lot of them just said like America or some of them were like, oh, we're from Ireland or something like that. And I was like, oh, like my parents are from the Middle East. And like the instructor, she was a really sweet old lady. And she was like, oh, like we're specifically. So like she had this whole talk with me of like, there's no such thing as like being too much of like, of like your nationality, ethnicity, whatever. And I don't know, that camp like is when I like started writing a lot about like where I'm from and things like that. And I think that like finding that voice, like even if if there was even through writing, was like where I was like, okay, you can't be too much of your own culture. Like that doesn't make sense. Like how can you be too much of something like that? Like you're just showing off something you're proud of. You know, it's the same as if you were showing off like I don't know jewelry or something. So I'm in that place currently where I'm like I feel very like confident in my culture, but I'm also like like. I don't want to be too much in fear of like people being like, oh, like, look at this girl. Like, she's so proud of what, you know, like she come. Actually, never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. I feel like another thing that a lot of immigrants that live in this country go through is like this game that like, Americans try to play with you of guess the ethnicity 
it's like you look you look exotic and then they like try to guess where you're from and it's like you could have just you could have just asked me like if you like asked me my ethnicity like i would have told you but like if when people ask me like where are you from i'm like oh i'm from prince william county like i say where like i live and then they're like no 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 but like what are you like what are you and i'm like um like what do you like it like it's such a weird way to word the question if you just if you wanted to know my ethnicity just ask my ethnicity but like i don't know to assume that like just just because i don't look american that like i i could i couldn't possibly be someone from the united states it's just it's just weird and i feel like it's a pretty common experience like regardless of your ethnicity like if you're an immigrant you're catching my drift Ah, uh, that question, like, what flavor of POC are you? But they just don't know how to, like, <laughs> phrase it. I mean, for me, I don't think I've gotten it that much because my first name is pretty much, like, known by white people because it's in the chance that they try to appropriate, which is nice and also bad in some ways. But I definitely get that. Like, there, it's so weird why they try and figure out where your, like, what your ethnicity is. Like, it matters. Like, they'll be like, because you know that they're only asking just so that if you say a certain country, they're going to be like, oh, I visited there once. It's so beautiful. Or, oh, like, I did this there. Or, like, I know this. Like, okay. Like, that's great. But I don't see how I'm supposed to know that. Like, they treat us like they're therapists, but for ethnicities if that makes sense, like, we don't need to know every little thing that you do. Like, you're not trying to prove something to us in a way. Yeah, I kind of like something. I haven't gotten, like, the what are you, but I've definitely had that experience where people are like, oh, like, where are you from? And I'll be like, oh, like, the U.S. And they're like, but isn't your name Ayat? And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, what is this supposed to mean? Or sometimes I've even had people like see my name necklace and be like, oh, but your necklace is not English. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but I've also had that. There was something else to mention. Oh my God. Um, oh, about people like so they can guess something. I had this one, one experience. This is like the last thing I'll say because I know we want to do takeaways where I went shopping with actually my Egyptian friend and we were speaking to each other in Arabic. And then the, the like, I think she was like one, the cashier or one of the other employees, she just came up to us and was like, where are you guys from? So on instinct, we were like, oh, like we're from here. Like we're from um, like Fairfax County. And she was like, no, no, no. But like, what are you, like, where are you guys like from? And we were like, oh, like Middle East, North Africa, whatever. And she was like, where specifically? So my friend goes to Egypt and I was like, oh, I'm from Iraq. And she was like, oh my God my cousin's husband's brother ex-wife <laughs> was part egyptian and her dad was like she's something jordanian and i was like me and my friend were looking at her and we we're like <laughs> like okay like wow you know so that was the only experience i had where i was just looking at her and i was like oh cool like the the mom thumbs up emoji i was literally just doing that in real life i was like good for you yeah, it's so weird. Like, we don't need to know. Oh, sorry, Miriam, go ahead. Yeah, like, I, like I've like i had, like, so many similar experiences because it's, like, this weird thing where, like, Egyptian 
like I said before, like like ancient Egyptian culture is like, ooh, she's exotic. So like, if you tell someone they're Egyptian, you're Egyptian, they're like, oh my god, I went to the the pyramids last year, and you're like, do you think like we live in the pyramids or something? Like, no, and they're like, oh my god, you know I saw the Sphinx. I'm like, that's that's so great. I love that for you. That's incredible. What does that have to do with me? I had this experience. Okay, last thing I promise because I know we want to do the takeaways. I had this experience that many of knows where in seventh grade, when I met my new history teacher, he asked me where I was from. And I said, Adolf. And he was like, I served in the military there. And I was like, just sitting there. And I was like, um, like, that, like, I, like, I, even today, like, he asked me again when I had him last. If you're watching this, you know who you are, Mr. You know. Okay. But last year, he asked me again. And said it again, and he was like, and throughout the year, he would mention, he would be like, yeah, I served in Iraq, blah, 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 years. And then he would be like, Ayat, you're Iraqi, right? And I would just sit there and be like, oh my God. Like, I don't think he realizes what he means. And he's like, no, 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 like, I helped out the Iraqi military. I'm like, like, you know, like, I want to pass. I'm not going to say anything, but oh my God, that is done he was just trying to like he was like trying to give bonus points with you or something like oh like i helped your people like like me now or something no you did not i promise you did not that (laughs) always happens whenever like i've had other experiences where i tell people i'm Iraqi and they're like my dad served there and i'm like no god i have i had actually i know we're trying to wrap it up but like i had a really similar experience in eighth grade because in eighth grade we took ancient world history so when we were learning about ancient Egypt, the teacher was like, do we have any Egyptians in the room? And we're, <laughs> and then like me and my friend Jude, you know, Jude, we like, we were like, yeah, we're Egyptian. And he's like, great. So you'll know all about this. You'll have to teach us. And I'm like, do you think we still live like that? Like, it's like, and it's every time it happens, every time we get taught about ancient Egypt it's like who in here is Egyptian like um it's it's almost I almost want to say no I'm not Egyptian don't ask me questions about it I don't care I like I don't know ancient Egypt being associated with modern day Egypt will literally be the death of me in America stop I remember like last thing oh my god and then and then you can mute me I remember doing this camp either this year or last year, I honestly don't remember. And we were, somehow the topic of Mesopotamia came up and the instructor was like, oh, Mesopotamia is modern day Iraq. And then they were like, do we have any Iraqis here? And I was like, oh yeah, I am. And they're like, great. So you know all about Babylon. I was like, <laughs> like, it was just, like literally what Mariam said, but in another font. Like I was literally just staring at my computer and I was like, what is that supposed to, like, yeah, I know all about Babylon. Ask me about any of the people there. They're probably my cousins. But for real, like, this just reminded me because I grew up in elementary school and middle school that was dominated by Indians. But then when I went to freshman year history class, bro, it was the weirdest thing in the world. Like, the Indians would try to, like, pronounce things wrong when we were doing the two slides that were on Indian history. And it was like, the teacher was like, the Brahma, the Brahma, the Brahma. I'm like, dude. 
pick pick the mispronunciation and just run with it at this point like i don't want to hear 10 different variations of whatever you're trying to say it was so annoying and then one dude behind me started doing an indian accent like he was an it guy keep in mind i had first period history i was like i can't deal with this right now like do whatever you want it's fine but just like leave me alone out of it like nothing i don't know I feel like sometimes people think that I'm not Indian. I don't know if that's ever the case, but I feel like sometimes people might think that I'm not Indian because of like how like light I am, which is nice in some ways, but then also like it leads to the point where you have like IT guy, IT white guy Sebastian behind you doing a whole ass impression of like your uncles or something at seven in the morning. Like no. I remember this really brought up a memory from second grade when I was in class. We were learning about ancient Egypt, of course. And my teacher's like, we're going to listen to an Egyptian song. I'm like, oh, they're going to put on like Nancy Ashram or something. (laughs) And then she put on, I think it was Walk Like an Egyptian. And she's like, okay, everyone, dance like an Egyptian. Okay, this part you can cut out, but I need to bring this up. That happened to Jude in fifth grade when <laughs> when our teacher asked her who was Egyptian and Jude said me and then she played Walk Like an Egyptian. She literally she literally played Walk Like an Egyptian and everyone started doing like that weird you know you know what I'm talking about, like the weird thing where they like where they imitate the hieroglyphics. And my little sister's in the room with me, she's laughing. And she told me about a similar thing that happened to her in second grade where her teacher, where they were learning about ancient Egypt, and her teacher's like, we actually have an expert in the room. And my, my little sister just goes, I'm seven. I think I might just keep that awkward silence just to let the viewers know like we were laughing we weren't dead but yeah um we can do takeaways now I can start I think the biggest takeaway here is there's so many different aspects to culture like I don't even remember what we covered in the beginning to end up here at this point but there's just so many different things that you can talk about in culture but the main takeaway is like Be careful what you say in your words because every little thing from elementary school, regardless if you're also the same race or if you're also like the same religion, like it's just weird to say random things about someone else's culture. I don't know, in various different forms, whether you're a teacher who's asking someone what, where are you from or something or like some random girl deciding hey i'm gonna wear evil eye to school or something it's just it's weird when you do that or try and incorporate it into everyday life when you don't know anything about it um my takeaway is pretty similar to shanti's like if you don't know about a culture do not insert yourself into it and even if you do think you know about a culture um still don't insert yourself into it um, um unless you are 
if if unless you're doing it with someone that is of that culture and like you're you're trying to share like cultural experiences other than that like it's it's just weird bro like don't don't do it yeah and i'd say like just to go off what both shanti and Miriam said like if if you are not part of a culture or do not know enough about a culture just don't speak up for them or don't speak over them because i feel like that's a pattern that we're seeing a lot is that people are just speaking over like people of x culture so people speaking over east asian arabs daisies you know like they're just speaking over them when it's their voices that matter in whatever situation so let let those people have their time to shine let them speak and also think like whenever you see something whether it's like clothing or like jewelry whatever that you know belongs to a certain culture i would say do your research first this isn't something we mentioned but i know that there has been a lot of controversy over like if people can wear shirts that have like either um dragons or like um specific chinese texts on it because it's like sacred to chinese culture and obviously i don't know anything about it i can't say anything that's just something that i've seen recently like in social media so make yourself aware of what it is you're buying what it is you're wearing and if you don't know what you're wearing like that's already an issue do your research know if it's okay for you to wear it and it's not gonna harm you if you don't like i promise there are other pieces of blue gold whatever jewelry you can wear so um and i hope you enjoyed our mini vine intervention because we were laughing about that for a little bit yeah thank you for listening this was definitely one of the more interesting behind the scenes things like i have three different clips for this podcast which is very nice but i think that yeah just the biggest takeaway from everyone is just appreciate cultures over appropriate cultures and yes this is a honor to the culture festival this is coming out on friday so that would be the culture festival is starting on friday so sign up with the link in lead pieces bio and we'll see you guys next week